hold on to me as we go as we roll down this unfamiliar road and although this wave is stringing us along just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Yes, welcome once again. Another beautiful Saturday morning here in the city of Hamilton. And it's always beautiful when the Golfie clan is in the house talking about real estate, some of the comings and goings of uh, the hot stories of uh, the week. And uh, we're going to nail down uh, a plethora of topics today, including... Uh, a very interesting one that states uh, that most baby boomers won't likely downsize for another 20 years. And that is putting the squeeze on a lot of millennials who want to get into the market. We'll also talk about where to buy real estate in 2019. A Money Sense magazine article says Hamilton is the place to be. And we'll also talk about uh, home sales and prices increasing in Hamilton, Burlington in May. As always, you can go online to robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. Buying or selling, the number to call, 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfi on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to check out the Rob Golfi Facebook page. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you have a question for the Golfie team or would like to recommend a topic idea for a future show, email questions at robgolfie.com. We'll start with the month of May and a pretty good month, according to the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, reporting that just over 1,300 homes in the area were sold last month. That's up nearly 11% from pretty May of 2018. Yeah, definitely. Also, 9.6% over the number of homes sold in April. And uh, the average price of a home also going up by almost a percentage point, 0.9% to be exact, compared to a year ago, now sitting at $593,702. It's about $4,000 more than last month's average. So things are on the up and up once again here in Hamilton. No no big surprises here? No, I mean, it, it should be up because um, like in 2018, we're, we were down from 2017. Right. So now it's... it's 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 climbing back up because um you know i think the like the real estate board uh average was down i think 20 to 30 percent last year so we're still not up from the 2017 uh numbers but we're we're slowly climbing up so next year um you know if we're up another uh you know 10 percent from the previous year then we're we're back on track Mm -hmm. so yeah as interesting as these numbers and and as encouraging as these numbers are it's going to be extremely intriguing to see next year's numbers and how they compare not only to this year but 2017 that's as well. right yeah absolutely i always go back to uh 2017 numbers because i mean like 2017 was a volatile year like we had such a big spike and yeah. then we had such a uh a drop and um and it was very emotional for you know consumers real estate agents everybody mm-hmm. like it was just uh it was just like a storm that you went through and like and you survived it but then after in 2018 
um, everybody got kicked in the butt with all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with sales, number of sales have came down. The the the, the price was strong still. Yeah. The prices were okay. They they still they stayed strong, but the number of houses sold were dropped significantly, and that hurt a lot of people. Uh, especially that they had to move last year and they had to drop their price to get right. it sold. So, but uh, but but last year again, people were trying to get that 2017 number, so everything had to be adjusted. Yeah. But but we're on track. Like I mean, our numbers are higher than 2017 uh, average sale price. Um, things are going strong. Like it's just you know it's moderate. You can't have a great market forever. Right. But we're probably more in a little bit of a balanced market. I would say right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's and that's a healthy place to be. Yeah. Uh, the number of sales for single-family properties in the uh, Realtors Association Hamilton-Burlington area, which also encompasses uh, Haldeman and uh, Niagara, uh, or parts of Niagara, uh, grew by 6.3% compared to May 2018, and the average price also went up by half a percentage point. Interestingly, uh, more people buying townhouses and apartments compared to a year ago as well. Townhouse sales up 21.9%. Apartment sales up 20 percent um that's interesting because the vacancy rate in hamilton is very low so yeah. to see those numbers spike is, is interesting. The, it, it just it's more affordable right now it's it, it's it's what people can afford yeah. people can't afford these single family detached homes as much as things so you got all these millennials that are looking to buy um and they're you know in their late 20s and they're probably going to start their families yep. uh, you know and uh so they they have to start someplace so that's 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 their starting grounds right yeah. there um three or four um areas of the city that i've highlighted from may hamilton mountain went from 206 sales to 229 last month uh, ancaster went from 40 in 2018 to 70 last month stony creek went from 98 to 125 and burlington slipping a bit 341 to 337 so relatively flat yeah. but for ancaster especially and stony creek those are really healthy gains yeah ancaster because they took such a beating last year uh because in 2017 yeah. everybody paid big dollars uh for the homes so people were kind of holding back in 2018, so mm-hmm. now now it's back on track again. They're all taking a wait and see approach, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in terms of prices, so one of the major uh, jumps as well came on the Hamilton Mountain. The average price in 2018 in May 489,000, uh, up to 507,000 dollars. So for the first time ever, homes the average price of homes on the mountain now over, over half a million dollars. Wow, crazy. And that's not going to go down, right? No, 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 it's just going to continue. That you know, that's where. You know where it's happening everywhere yeah. uh, on the mountain. People, that's their uh, usually it's their third home that they're moving to. Uh, uh, you know, it depends. It could be the townhouses. There's a lot of land up there still, yeah. and there's so much diversity up there too. Yeah, right. Yeah, th- th- there is. Whether it's two story homes or bungalows or townhomes or whatever the case is. So, and yeah. the most affordable is uh, is Dunville on this list. Yeah, at uh, three ninety five, three forty three average. Average sale price in 2019, which actually came down right, in comparison yeah. to 2018. So you yeah, can have so some outliers, outliers that that would, but, would uh, you know contribute to that number. Yeah, we're finding people. You know, they're going to Dunville. They're selling their houses in Hamilton. Mm. So so it's kind of the same thing that the Torontonians are doing. Uh, they're selling their house to come to Hamilton because it's a lot cheaper. Right now, there's a percentage of them don't like the 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 drive. You know, going to it's far. to Toronto. Toronto yeah. So now, what they've done is they cashed out in Toronto, moved to Hamilton. Now they're doing the drive. Mm-hmm. Well, now they really hurt themselves because now they have to go back. It's 
too expensive because Toronto market's always growing faster right. than the Hamilton market when it comes to price point. But so Hamiltonians, some of them are moving to Dunville and, <laughs> and they don't like to drive in the winter times because so of the snow. Back. So they're going to come back. Oh, and, and it's, it's tough. So we've had, we've moved a lot of people. They wanted to go to Dunville. They moved there two years later. They're they calling us. Back. They want to come back. And, right. and the thing is, it's hard for them to come back. Um, they left a nice house in Hamilton. They're going to a, a, a really nice house in Dunville. Now, when they sell their house in Dunville, they're not even getting anything close to what they have. What so they now have they before. have to step wow. down. They have to go down, uh, you know, a level yeah. of, of style or even uh, condition of house. And it's not good. It's not good. So you got to be careful when you go into a cheaper market and, you know, cashing out. Like, it's not going to grow as fast as the Hamilton no, or the GTHA. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, one of the, the lines I get is, I can't even afford the house that I sold two years ago. Wow. And That's right. It, it yeah. happens all the time. Well, they spend the extra money that they have, right? They, you know, they dress it up and then all of a sudden they're, you know, sitting there and, and saying, you know what? We can't even move to Hamilton. They, like some of them have to go to a, a townhouse before they had a detached, you know, two-story na- two home, four mm-hmm. bedrooms. It's, it's, it's tough. To, it's a, they got to really think it out when you're moving to a, a market where the home prices are a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. What is the draw of the, the Dunvilles and the Cayugas and uh, you know, those kind of places? Is it more of a retirement <laughs> plan? Like, you know, I want a little more land. It's, uh, you know it's what? affordability. It's affordability. It's number yeah. one. Number one. Number two is they offer, you know, if somebody wants to live on a lake or li- live on the water yeah. and, and has always dreamt of, of that opportunity, that's... You know, you have those opportunities out in Port Colburn, out in Dunville. Right. You can find a really it, affordable place on the water that, that's really nice for, for under 500000 and that's what attracts a lot of people, right? You know, anywhere around, you know, the Golden Horseshoe in terms of Lake Ontario, you're looking at a lot that's, you know, 60 feet wide. It's going to go for, you know, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand, depending on the condition. And that's right. a lot, yeah. right? It's so. different too, though. Like the, um, the culture is different. There. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> well, that'd be easy right? on those guys. Those guys get beat up all the time. In oh terms yeah. Of, they, you know what like, I mean? It's it, like, it, it, I, I laughed when you said what draws people to Dunville and yeah, Cayuga. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's yeah. a different, it's a much slower pace. Yeah. Well, right? very slow, very slow. And you know, it, uh, and then uh, you know, like guys like us, you know, big, you know, we're like big slitty slickers. They already got their uh, backup. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like a movie going in there. Yeah, but well, and that's why I mentioned retirement, so like that retirement kind of feel. That you know, this is probably going to be you know our final home or maybe one of our last places because it is a lot slower paced. You want to slow down in your retirement well, years. Well, I'll tell you, Dunville. You drive into Dunville. Mm-hmm. They already know you're a foreigner. <laughs> you go into a restaurant. You walk in in Dunville to a restaurant, yeah. and you walk in the doors. Everything just quietens up because everybody's looking at everybody's you. staring at. Who's this guy? It is. It is. I'm telling you, it's an eerie feeling when yeah. you walk in because they know. They're, they're what's people. That, what's that big thing they're known for? They have a, a big fishing tournament out there. In Dunville? It's called the Mudcat. I get way off on this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so called it's like, the Mudcat. Yeah. So it's like, you, okay. know, when, you know when Clean Eastwood, you know, rolls into, uh, into a into town the saloon. In the, in yeah. the, and walks into the saloon, everybody looks, and it's like, it's exactly <laughs> like that. Dead silence. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I have a similar story, too. My wife is originally from uh, the, the Chatham area, and there's just a tiny town. It's really a blink of an eye. You, you, there's one stoplight and a couple of stop signs uh, called Thamesville, and there's, uh, you know, a couple of restaurants there. And, and one time I walked into this restaurant, and it's just as you described, <laughs> and you walk in, and it's like, 
dead silence and everyone's staring at you. <laughs> yeah. and everyone is like 70 plus. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's an uneasy if you, feeling. If you want to feel that feeling, just drive to Dunville and walk into a yeah. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but the homes there are nice. They're nice. <laughs> the people are nice. But but you get stared a lot. Yeah. You know? I, I have a funny Dunville story. I went into, I went into this house... Yeah. Right, we'll save it. No, no, go so, ahead, go ahead. So I went into this house. Can you tell in, it in thirty seconds? And inside, yeah, okay. inside the kitchen, this homeowner had every live plant you can think of, and it was just filled with birds and cats. And really? I've never seen anything like it. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I walked in and it had this this horrible smell, and oh, it was, and it was like I I didn't know what to say. I've never seen anything like it. Like it was. Ter- it was wow. i was horrified it was like a it was like the outside was growing inside the house <laughs> it was it was wow. i've never seen anything like it when we return uh, where to buy real estate this year hamilton is the place to be we'll tell you why next here on the hamilton real estate show on 900 chml Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Have a question for the Golfie team? Email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, where to buy real estate this year? Hamilton is apparently the place to be. We'll tell you why in a matter of minutes. But Rob, you had a story about uh, someone willing yeah, to sell so, their house. So for we cheap. had a phone call yesterday and um, a lady called me up and you could tell she was a little bit frantic. And she says, Rob, I, I, need, I need to know that this guy wants to buy my house for 150000 Okay, we already know that's a great deal already. <laughs> for the guy. For, for the guy. Yeah. And I said, is he really anxious to have you sign something? She goes, he, I, like, very anxious, pressure. And I said, okay. I said, listen, he'll still buy it for 150 tomorrow, so don't be pressured to sell it right now. And, uh, she, and so yeah, she asked if we could have somebody come over, and I said, no problem. I sent Mike McNeil from our team to uh, view the property. Mike went over and uh, and he he told me he goes Rob the property's worth two seventy to two eighty and we're talking over a hundred thousand dollar difference wow. so I mean like this is a person that's owned the house for a long time you know she has she hasn't been paying attention to the real estate market she probably bought the house for thirty or forty thousand to her one hundred and fifty seems like wow we did yeah, well right but but you know what she all she could have got screwed. And sold it for 150, and this guy w- would have made out like a bandit. Yeah. So the moral of the story is, I just if somebody's knocking on your door and wants to make you an offer, check out what's going on in the neighborhood. Don't just take that offer and all of a sudden you regret, you know, a month later and finding out that you could have sold it for fifty, a hundred, or even two hundred thousand dollars more. People, be very careful of that guy that's very anxious to have you sign something. 
call a professional like ourselves, the golfy team, and we'll we'll go in. We'll give you a a general idea of uh, what the house is uh, valued at. So what we did with this uh, lady said, listen, if this guy still wants to buy the house, we'll exclude him from, you know, the MLS. So you could still deal with him privately. But have him pay the price of the market value. If he's still interested, great. Then you know. But if not, put it on the open market, and then uh, you'll get the the big dollars that you want. Yeah. Like we're talking over a hundred thousand dollar difference there, Rick. And wow. this lady was pressured to sign something from this guy. So so I, you know, I just want people to understand: be careful when somebody's very anxious to have you sign uh, a contract. Uh, you know, it's. It's you know it's it's something in favor of the the buyer for sure. Yeah, this is a case of if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yes, but she made the right call to say you know what, let me call the professional. And, yeah, and so she called call us and we went there right away and we were able to give her uh, a, a a great evaluation and uh, so now um, she's going to go to him and say, listen, this is how much I want. So. That's gonna. You I'm know. sure he's gonna go somewhere else. Oh, he's not gonna <laughs> buy. He's not gonna yeah. buy. He thought. He thought like it, the house needs a little bit of work, but he could have. That house could sell for well over three, three fifty if it was fixed up. So, right. so now he's looking. Hey, if I bought it for one hundred fifty, I can almost make a, a two hundred thousand on this place. Uh, after so no way that wow. you know what it was, it was that was a good call she made she was under a lot of stress she was being pressured to sign a, a contract and uh, that was a good call on this lady Definitely. and uh, yeah and, and that home evaluation I mean that's a, a free service that you guys offer it's a free service you call us if you're uh, looking at uh, you know like we'll, we'll give you an, an opinion of value and then you know it depends what 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 what, what situation because sometimes we get people you know they need it for legal reasons they need it uh, you know for separations and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're at the beginning stages of their uh, separations and they want you know they just need a, a, an idea where they're sitting at and but li- but I'm going to tell people be careful there is a lot of realtors out there every one of them they're all good people they're nice people but. The, there's a difference in a lot of them. The difference is that some guys are going to give you a high number because that's they, they know what you want to hear, and then and then you're going to call them listed at the high number, and then and meanwhile they're going to beat you up on on uh, and and dropping the price. Mm-hmm. That's fine as long as you understand that that's what you're getting into, but. If you don't, if you don't know that, that's what's going to happen. It's it's frustrating. So and then you can end up buying a house thinking that your realtor told you that you're going to get this much and meanwhile you're going to be 50 to 80,000 dollars less than what you think you're going to get now you're in bigger trouble so be very very careful on uh, on who you call make sure they're experienced uh, like I said all realtors they're great people they all have the same tools but get the right uh, m- uh, number don't get the number that they're trying to sell you on so you, can, you they can you know, get your business. It's really a destructive uh, negotiating tactic, really, when you're over-promising and underdeveloping. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, right? a mis- it's a misleading... That's what it is. Uh, it, it, it's a misleading practice to obtain a listing. Right. Or, you know what I mean? And, and you know, more often than not, if, if that agent knows that particular market, they know that they're overpricing the listing, whether it's they're in competition with other people or other realtors, whether it's you know, they just want to have the listing to have their son on the front lawn and, and maybe they don't have any listings right now. So it's an opportunity for them to get calls and right. buyers. But in the end, 
there's so many pitfalls when it comes down to overpricing because what happens is buyers that would have been interested in that listing at the beginning if it was priced right get so turned off that even after you reduce the price they're not coming back to the yeah, table no. they're not even if you even if you bring the price down another 40 grand they're, they're already turned off they've already put that listing out of their mind and they don't care about it anymore but if you price it right the first time you have an opportunity to attract a pool of buyers that would be coming to your property to buy the house but not after you've, you've you've overpriced it, and now you come down and you're chasing the market. You've lost your negotiating leverage because people need to already know that you know nobody else has been interested in it, and that's why you're reducing. And now you're in a position where where you know you're hoping somebody comes instead of having a you know a, a lineup of buyers at your front door if you priced it right the first time. And and in wow. doing that, that I mean, a hot take. It, yeah, that was a hot take. <laughs> when, when you overpromise, you know, on a price, you know, word of mouth is huge, and if that agent. Uh, doesn't deliver on that price, or at least gets close to it, uh, that word of mouth is going to travel, and that agent oh, is going to be yeah, stained. Yeah. You know, you know going to be stained by that. You know, we're not coming here saying that we haven't overpriced a listing, or we're not coming here and saying that you know we, we've been wrong before. But what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have the the correct information to support a price. Right. You don't want to go to a house and guess. You don't want to go to a homeowner and 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 you know offer an opinion that's not you know supported by a number of of you know analytics or stats or comparables and just throw something at the wall and hope it sticks you want to make sure that every single price is 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 you know supported by the current market value or the current market situation and and we've been in positions right we're not you know we're not going to come here and say that we haven't reduced a price or right. we haven't overpriced a house and and we've been wrong before and, and and it's hard but but you want to make sure that you're not wrong and you want to make sure that you're you don't make those mistakes and sometimes we're you know a, a, a homeowner wants to try a number and that's that's no problem in the end we work for the homeowner we mm-hmm. don't work for ourselves you know we're we're working you know we can only offer advice to the homeowner in the end nobody's going to tell that homeowner what to price their house at it's their house it's their you know, we can only show them the analytics and the numbers and the comparables that support what we think his house is going to sell for. Yeah. But if he wants a certain number and says, I need this number, guess what? We, that's going to be the number. That's going to be the number. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and, and sometimes it's hard, right? Sometimes you, you – and, and, you know, we're here to work with people, and, and in the end, that's, that's I, what I, happens, right? I, I remember years ago there was this house uh, I was called in to evaluate, and I gave him a price of 365000 right? And another agent wanted that listing, gave him a price of well over 400000 hmm. Now, they needed to sell. And uh, so anyway, they gave the guy a chance. He said he had somebody interested and everything. So I think it was after about a, a month and a half or two months, they were frustrated and upset. They, ca- they canceled him. They called me back and said, Rob, put the, put the price at the house that you suggested. And I did. And we sold it within a reasonable amount of time, within mm-hmm. le- less than a month. Wow. They were really happy. So see, th- there was a situation there that they lost two months of, of, of some agent giving them the wrong uh, number yeah. because they wanted that listing. And time is money. Ti- time is money. And so you got to be very, very careful. Now, just to give you, these are true stats of our real estate board. 40% of our agents on our board, we have over 3,200 real estate agents on the Hamilton Burlington District Real Estate Board, and 40% don't even sell a house. So those are the guys that maybe just signed up, they're new agents, they're just getting started, and you know what I mean? And then, but but then they end up leaving, then new agents come in every month. There's always new agents coming in and coming in every month to sign up with the real estate board, and there's agents that are, are not leaving. renewing. Right. So that's 40%. 38% sell between one and six homes a year. Now, if you can't survive in this business selling one and six homes between one and six. You can't. 
And so, so we're already down to what, 78%. Now, 12% sell between uh, 7 and 12 homes. So let's just say 90% of the realtors out there are selling less than 12 homes a mm-hmm. year. I, I'm sorry, but I mean, unless you're full time in anything, it's like hiring a part time lawyer to to defend you for yeah. you know something that could could change the rest of your life, or having a doctor doing surgery on you. Says, so, well, listen, I've only done maybe five <laughs> this year, and, and I did two last year. Yeah. I I want. I somebody- think I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So I'd want somebody that no matter what situation yeah. is thrown at me. I can deal with it, and that's that's who I want working for me. So if I have, I'm not going to hire the 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 lawyer that you know he's a part time lawyer and or is a part time doctor. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that that knows if because there's always situations that come up that you have to deal with. So you got to have somebody that knows that, that can handle that situation uh, when it arises. Yeah. Well, experience is huge, that's for sure, especially in this industry. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our next. Did you want to make a final? Yeah. Point? No, I have. Uh, we had we had a situation that came up, and somebody sold. Somebody, I'm not going to highlight who, but somebody not from our team. A person. A, a person on our team <laughs> um, dealt with dealt with a, a, an offer or, or purchased a property on a condo, a condominium townhome that was sold as not a condominium townhome. So this con, this this townhome had a road fee. So it's like a eighty dollar road fee covers your you know your snow removal, your garbage removal, mm-hmm. and then your standard lawn maintenance. A lot of these, there's a lot of these out there. But the, the, the listing was advertised that this did not have a condo road fee. Oh, wow. And, and nothing. And, and, and we didn't know until it came, came up to, you know, close to closing when that, when that came up. So who's responsible and what happens, right? Like a situation like that is, could be, you know, life changing, right? Now you have these people, these home buyers who are, you know, thinking they're purchasing a freehold townhome and now they have an 80, an, an additional $80 a month, a, a month. month that they didn't you know, budget for, for that yeah. they don't plan on for, right? <laughs> and then now you have the seller who who, who made the mistake. And, and it's and the real it's the, really it's the real it's the realtor, right? The realtor's yeah. job to find out the information on that property. Right. So uh, Right, because how many condos don't have these fees? So I would say probably few and far between. It's a mix. No. I would say there's more there's more of the condo uh townhome road fees now. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I want to say if they're built after like the two thousand like the two thousand and five, well, two thousand and six. Well after that time they're yeah. more popular because you. The the reason for that is because you cannot fit the big city snowplows through the communities. Right. So they have to pay for the a private, private company to come to come, come yeah. and plow just because they have the smaller trucks, and that's you know ultimately the, one of the biggest reasons for the for the road fee. Yeah. And with that being said, the roads are much smaller, so you can fit more townhomes within a you know a parcel of land. Mm-hmm. Right. So though th- that's a situation that you know that we deal with every day. That a lot of people would throw their hands up in the air and say. Well, you know, what do we do, what do, we now? do now? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so how did that turn out? The, well, it's, it's, it's the realtor that listed the property. Yeah. He will have to come up with a resolution. Right. So, so there was a couple things you can go, you, you can deal with it. You can, you can, the deal's null and void, okay. right? If the, if the buyer doesn't want the property anymore, it's null and void. The, the, the property was wrongfully advertised. It was wrongfully sold. Yeah. So, it, you know, there's no deal there. Another way that you can do it is if the if the buyer still wants the property, you can make an amendment and reduce the price and say, "Hey, listen, you know we're still going to buy the property, but you know we want ten thousand dollars off the price because mm-hmm. you know such and such of you know added right. costs and whatever." Um, and then there's that, right? The other, you know, the first one was walk away, and then the other one would be, you know, would be the law route. You can, it's a lawsuit. There's a potential yeah. lawsuit here. It's not worth it. 
right? If yeah, you can walk away, yeah. it's not it's not worth it to go that d- down that road. It's 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 stressful. It's yeah. time unless you were really desperate to get yeah, this property, it's, it's, or 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 the, the realtor could be on the hook to pay a thousand dollars a year for the next five years. Yeah, yeah. the realtor yeah. he yeah. could be on the hook for it. Yeah, yeah, and Ouch. and he basically would have to write a check to the condo corporation. Here it is. There yeah. goes his commission. There goes his commission. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he should have done his research and found out about that. Definitely. So. That'd be like question number one, wouldn't it? Yeah. It is. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, well, sure. well, we question if the furnace in the hot water tank is a rental. It's a rental, yeah. And we, we make sure of it. If we see something you know that looks like it's within five years old of the furnace, just say, is this furnace a rental or is it owned? It's mm-hmm. amazing how you know all the little intricate details that go into a house that need to be rightfully advertised everybody you know everything from you know whether the foundation stone concrete block or a poured concrete right you don't it's something that you don't think about yeah. you know the foundation's there but the type of foundation is important and then when you get into the the aluminum wiring or the or the copper wiring it's it's all these little intricate details that you need to know about when you're advertising or marketing a house yeah. that if you get them wrong and and it's just because you didn't do your due diligence up front when you listed the property. It results as a, you know, it can come back to you and, it, and it's on the realtor. It's amazing how the fine details can derail a deal. Does, oh, this, happen, oh, yeah. does this happen often? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if the, if the realtor's good and he's got all his information, yeah. it, it doesn't. But, but and, if, if the realtor didn't do his homework and all of a sudden you find out things after, you're in trouble. And, and another thing is the verbiage. For example, whether you say new roof, or new shingles, right? They're two completely different things yeah. where everybody refers to, you know, I need a new roof. Everybody knows you're referring to it as shingles, but a roof would actually, you know, be the plywood underneath the shingles. The shingles are on top. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's the proper verbiage and making sure that, and, and it's those little things. It's the legalities of of marketing a listing. Yeah. That's why it pays to uh, call the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. When we return, where to buy real estate this year? Hamilton is the place to be. We'll tell you why next here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfi team. You can find them online at robgolfi.com. On social media, check them out on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfi. Like the Rob Golfi Facebook page as well. And give them a call at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Pass episodes also online at robgolfie.com and 900chml.com and if you have a question for the golfie team you can email questions at robgolfie.com again that email address is questions at robgolfie.com if you have a topic idea you would like us to chew on in a future program you can send us an email as well where to buy real estate in 2019 money sense magazine says hamilton should be on your list so they went across the country and looked at where the best Um, uh, real estate markets best investments were and Hamilton came in at seven 
on this list of 35 cities across the country. Toronto, by the way, is 22nd. Saskatoon, all the way down to number 35. But the top six, again, Hamilton is number seven. The top six is London at six, St. Catharines, Niagara at five, Victoria, B.C. at four, which is very interesting Mm -hmm. because Victoria is pretty pricey. Brantford, Ontario, just down the highway, is three. Guelph is number two, not too far from us as well. And Windsor is at number one. So Ontario dominating this list from Money Sense Magazine on the best real estate markets to buy, invest, live. Um, Ottawa also at number nine, and Peterborough and Kingston at 11 and 12, respectively. So a lot of Ontario communities on this list. For Hamilton at number seven, uh, I'd say that's pretty good standing, especially because this is or has become at least an expensive market for some people. But in comparison to the Torontos and the Vancouver's of the world, it's uh, extremely affordable and attractive. Yeah, I, I think Hamilton's going to climb as well. I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I think so too. I think you know, with the more that goes on in the city, and you know, we've it would, it would be interesting to see as to where we jump to, you know, each and every year over yep. the last five years. Um, so this article on, on the list. This article again from Money Sense Magazine is the average home price uh, listed at four hundred eighty-eight thousand uh, dollars. The percentage of neighborhoods with average house prices below the city average is at forty-one percent. So forty-one percent of the homes are below that four hundred eighty-eight thousand dollar average, and the average five-year return on a real estate investment is nearly sixty-three percent. That's unbelievable. That is amazing. <laughs> Find a GIC with that return. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, it also ranks by neighborhoods some of the best neighborhoods. Corktown and Corktown is number one. Although, does that average price make sense to you for twenty seventeen? Three hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. It seems a little low. Maybe that's before the boom? Uh, you know what? It, it depends when they got their average sale price. I mean, we had a spike, then then it dropped. But that's uh, Corktown. That's you, you, uh, Bob Bettina's little neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. 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 You drive through any cor- like you drive through the Corktown neighborhood down any street, you're going to see three or four houses with dumpsters in the driveway. These houses have They're been completely flipped, yeah. completely turned around, and, and the neighborhood is, is, you know, you got the mature trees, you got the quiet streets, you got your main access routes to, to your main commuter routes, and you're close enough to downtown where you can, you know, you can walk or... You know what I mean? It's a nice little area, and then you, and then you have the the condos going in on the on the escarpment side, um, which is going to bring the the average sale price down or the average you know the average price down in the community. But mm-hmm. it's going to be a nice it's a nice little community to live that's you know still affordable, still has all your 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 amenities, and it's a you know it's an awesome place. It's you, you know what the pricing? I'm looking at the pricing on these. Uh, I I think you know now you would add. You know, sometimes fifty to seventy-five thousand more to it. Yeah, but it's still it's still uh, uh, you know affordable. But imagine still you bought good ten, ten properties in Corktown oh, five wow. years ago. Oh, yeah. you'd be laughing. Check, please. Like, <laughs> take care. I'll cash yeah. out. Uh, Stinson at number two, Beasley at number three, Hamilton Center, which is basically downtown. Yeah. Uh, at number four, and Crown Point East, which we've talked about on the show in the past, at number five. And uh, this article uh, makes a, a great point. Nine of the top ten Hamilton neighborhoods on this year's where to buy in real estate report are downtown. So downtown, not only is it affordable, but it's attractive because of the other amenities that are downtown, easy access to transportation. Uh, downtown seems to be, be not only a great investment area, but just a good place to live. It is. It is. I mean, there's things happening downtown, and uh, it's it's changing. Um, the one thing that scares me about the downtown is those big parking lots that we pay for, uh, you know, meters uh, to, to park. Yeah, yeah. Wow! Well, if if they get sold and they turn turn into condos, 
Where are we going to park? Where are we going to park? Like those restaurants on King William. Like, I mean, there's a big parking Parking's lot. Parking's a premium And already. that there, that parking lot is jammed. If you're not there by 1230, yeah. you are not finding, you got to walk for a, a, a kilometer or exactly. more to get, get to that restaurant. And if you can't find a meter down there, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's you're tough. walking for a while. It's tough. So, so, but, but again, I mean, I'm sure there's a way, there's going to be a way. Uh, they'll, they'll create parking on, you know, uh, levels of parking through, uh, parking garages, but, uh, but yeah, downtown's the way to go. Yeah. It's always going to be strong. Really quick. Cause we've got to go Brantford at number three. How hot is Brantford right now? Brantford is hot. Again, it's, it's a tough drive from the 403 from Brantford to even, you know, going to Burlington. Yeah. That, that, that's a long road. Cause the, it's, their it's congested hot right now. Like, yeah. like they're, they're in a, you know, a lot of multiple offer situations. The prices are affordable and, and they're seeing a, a, you know, large buyer pools to go there, whether it's investing or downsizing or first time buyers. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really hot. One more segment to go. We'll talk about, uh, boomers likely not downsizing for a while. We'll explain next here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. You can download it wherever you get your favorite podcast. Podcast. Email is questions at robgolfie.com. If you have a question or a topic idea, you can email us. That email address again is questions at robgolfie.com. This is an article that's on 900chml.com, globalnews.ca as well. The headline Most boomers likely won't downsize for another 20 years, too late for millennials. So, boomers, who we all think are moving, uh, are likely not going to be downsizing for a while. Probably because they don't like where it's going money-wise. If they're going from a two-story, 25, 26, 2800 square foot home to a bungalow, they're not liking that price exchange. So they're going to hold on for a while. They are. They, they're because yeah, you're right. They they just they think it's uh, ridiculous that they're selling their big house for a smaller house for almost the same amount of money. They just I and I and I knew that was happening for the last seven to ten years. And, uh, and and we hear that a lot from uh, the generation. Now, the only ones that are moving are the ones that have to move uh, because of, uh, of physical reasons. Right. Now, the ones that don't have to move, they're going to stick it out as long as they can until, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll end up getting a, uh, a chairlift on the staircase. They'll wait <laughs> yeah. and they'll, they'll just keep going. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's becoming too expensive. Very expensive. So the domino here is that millennials are, uh, number one, they're having a tough time getting into the market because of the price point. But number two, if all these boomers are not moving, there's not a lot of inventory for them to choose from. Right. So they're not going to be able to get those, you know, nice properties with the big lots, with the nice big house on it. So they're so they're waiting for new homes to be built. Yeah. But there is going to be a time where a, there's going to be an abundance of inventory that the ba- boomers are going to start selling, mm-hmm. but the the millennials already bought. Right, and so wh- so who is going to fill that gap? 
Like who's going to – so and, – and that – I think that's going to happen in about 10 to – somewhere 10, 17 years from now. So should boomers be selling now? You know what? It's tough. Or within the next couple of yeah, years? Yeah. You know what? If, if They'll probably get better money on their on their house uh, if they sell now, but it, it, it's hard. Like, I mean, uh, the government of Canada and, and, you know, they have the stats and, like, we're reading this. You know, they're saying, you know, the, this percentage of – of uh, millennials are doing this at this time yeah. and you know they're buying they, they bought their townhouse and now they're gonna have a kid and now they're gonna want to go into a, a property that has you know a nice backyard with mm-hmm. a little more room for the kids to run around they're gro- it's a growing family so so they're not able to find uh, a two-story house four bedrooms as easily but so they'll end up going new but it's more expensive to go brand new yeah and in in the same in the same sense, uh, millennials and boomers are looking for the same that's right. kind of property too. That's right. So that's that's what's driving the price up. Yeah, because you got two two uh, types of. There's uh, a lot of situations where you know somebody's moving down from this big two story, and and they want all the same you know luxuries and the, that they had in that two story, whether yeah. it's the pot lights, the countertops, and the the nice white kitchen or granite, you know, whatever. They want all the upgrades. And these bungalow townhouses are going for six hundred, you know, five fifty, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars, and and now you're looking at a big two story, twenty eight hundred square feet, and it's, you know, there's just not that equity or indifference after after your closing costs, after you sell for, you know, eight nine hundred, it's almost like a a, a, a lateral a, move, a lateral yeah. move. You're not yeah, putting yeah. enough money in the bank, and so a lot of people are saying, okay, well, we're just going to sit here and wait because it's not worth it for us to move. Um, and, and move into that bungalow townhouse because, you know, we want to have, you know, X amount of dollars in the bank. A lot of our money is, is you know, our, a lot of our retirement's tied up in the equity of the property yeah. that we just we just can't can't do that move. And that's, you know, that happens a lot when you're moving in the same marketplace. And that's when what you see when people, you know, move to a different different market. That's when you get those big equity swings when you're going from, you know, an Oakville to a Grimsby or a, a Grimsby to a St. Catharines or Niagara Falls. You get those big, you, you know, where you were able to put a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. And still get your luxury bungalow townhouse and, and, or your 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 you know whatever right. And then if you and if now these boomers are going to wait longer, they're not updating their houses, right. so it's it's going to be even tougher because now a millennial is not going to want to buy a dated house. Yeah. So in saying that, right right now, boomers have more buying power than millennials because they've they lived the in their homes. Their their mortgage might be paid off. Yeah, they have those savings. Whereas millennials are just starting their careers, might have some school debt, uh, and their buying power is very limited. That's right. Oh, absolutely. So boomers win at the end of the day. They do always. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, from personal experience, did that, that uh, happen with you? Yeah, a, a couple of times where where you go in to to evaluate a property, and and you know they're. It's not. It's not a situation where they need to move or they want to move. It's a situation where they're just looking to at, at their next move in terms of what it's going to look like or where they would like to be in a couple of years. And yeah. and you know you you evaluate the property based on comps and you know based on however else we evaluate the property. And the question is, you know, Phil, you know, our property is twenty four hundred square feet or twenty five hundred square feet finished basement. Everything's done. Why is this brand new? You know, new built bungalow townhouse seven hundred thousand and you know where's the difference yeah and i and i just you know there's the only response is you know the new buyers or, or you know the the younger generation doesn't want a big house like this and number two everybody wants a house like the one you're buying <laughs> exactly so so that's what it's that's what's happening yeah we gotta run i guess we're all meeting tonight at the dunville saloon <laughs> we'll see you there <laughs> thanks there you for go. listening to the hamilton real estate show we're back next saturday at nine on 900 chml